The following is a sermon from Pastor Timothy Borman and Sure Foundation, a church located in Woodside, Queens, New York, the world's most diverse community. For more information and for more audio content, go to sure-foundation.org. Here in this Easter season, we are we are going a little bit at a time through the book of First Peter, and we've arrived to First Peter chapter two. So, if you're listening in on Zoom, I want to invite you to open up your Bibles there to First Peter chapter two. I'm going to read in just a second, verses thirteen to seventeen. And if you're here with me in the church, we are on page ten. And here's what the Holy Spirit gives to us today: Submit yourselves. For the Lord's sake, to every human authority, whether to the emperor as the supreme authority, or to governors who are sent by him to punish those who do wrong and to commend those who do right. For it is God's will that by doing good, you should silence the ignorant talk of foolish people. Live as free people. But do not use your freedom as a cover-up for evil. Live as God's slaves. Show proper respect to everyone. Love the family of believers. Fear God. Honor the emperor. This is God's word. The last couple times I came to you, I told you we weren't playing. Remember? Because of the power that God has gifted to us in our hearts, that new birth that he gives through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And then last week we saw that our heart is, is a veritable war zone. Like Because of our desires that can sometimes be sinful, it is as if we're walking through a mine-laden road with snipers on the top of buildings. <laughs> it's no joke. This morning, we turn to, to a teaching from Peter that, that is just as important. For so many reasons, if you really pay attention to this, this is, this is the first teaching that Peter gives after, after he's ex- explained our relationship with God through Jesus. It's the first specific call to the Christian life. And that's a big deal. And the teaching that he gives, the very first one among so many that he could have given, is our relationship to human authority. Now, this isn't isn't unique among biblical teaching. Think, Think about the Ten Commandments. Again, the first three commandments, the first table of the law are about what? Our relationship with God. But what then is the first teaching, the very next teaching, the primary teaching that comes from God? The fourth commandment, right? Our relationship to authority. God says, honor, honor your father and your mother. This is a big time teaching here. This is is a big, big, primary, important teaching for Peter, and it is for Lutherans too. Did you know this? That in Luther's table of duties, where he lists thematically the duties that a Christian man or woman has, this passage is listed. 
Simply lists it. That's all Luther does in the table of duties. He lists passages, duties that we have as Christian people. This is a big, big, massive deal. It's important. We also need it. I'm thankful to God. Now, one of the, one of the advantages of, of preaching straight through the book of the Bible is that we don't get to pick and choose when we arrive at, at certain teachings. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm glad we arrived at it today instead of like the heat of the election season, right? Or the, the, what can be heated after an election. I'm glad that it happened today because we're about as far from those things as we possibly can be. And there's moments in a pastor's life, life where, where you think about what Jesus said when He said, like the same words passed through my mind that there are things that I want to say to you, but you cannot now bear them. But I think you can. Today, you can, you can bear this teaching, thankfully, because of the moment that we're in as a country. So this is what Peter teaches. And this is what we're going to do. Very simple. The very core of Christian citizenship is submission. I want to I I talk with you and explain to you more about what that means, including its scope. And then I want to tell you why it matters. Like, why are we going to do this? And then finally, I want to talk about, like Peter does, how freeing that is. So we're going to look at what submission is, its extent and its scope, according to Peter. And then we're going to look at why it matters. And then finally, how, how utterly freeing this all is. So first of all, I want to define this. Now, we have to define this in two ways. Submission. We're going to define it personally, like the scope personally and then relationally. So first, personally. Submission, according to Peter, starts to the outside. This is, listen to what he says. He says, submit yourselves for the Lord's sake to every human authority. So that means, he's saying, put yourself underneath those whom God has placed over you. And this is going to show itself most in your obedience. So if a human authority tells you to do something, you're going to do it. It's that simple. So it, submission starts to the outside personally, but it also, and this is very important, it also engages your heart. I've seen, I've seen people who, who will slavishly submit to the governing authorities, like kids. I see, I see, maybe I've seen this in my own home, where you say, kids, do the dishes, and they do them, but they do it with a bad look on their face. That's submission. But it doesn't engage their hearts. So Peter goes further. He says, I also, submission in includes engaging your heart because he ends... Let's read verse 17. He says this, Show proper respect to everyone. Love the family of believers. Fear God. And then he says, Honor the emperor. And the only way that you can show true honors if you mean it, not hypocritically, but you really mean it from the heart. That you would take somebody and you would put them on an absolute pedestal because God has put them... There. 
This, by the way, and this is very important to get, this is one of the things, when Jesus comes back in all of His glory, this is one of the things that we will give to Him. We will give to Him, according to Peter in his own book, praise and honor. This is how we want to treat the governing, the human authorities that God has placed over us. This is the scope. Personally, it engages not only our behavior, but our heart. We place them on an absolute pedestal. But we need to say more. We want to talk about the scope, then, of who we actually obey. Relationally. And here's what Peter says. Listen to the scope of this. This is huge. Submit yourselves for the Lord's sake, to every human authority. So yes, the good ones. The ones that you agree with politically. The ones that are doing good for the country. But yes, also the bad ones. Also the evil ones. Did you, this, is, this, is more than, this is more than just a side note. Did you, did you know this? That Peter is telling Christians to submit to every authority. And do you know who the emperor was? Nero. Read about Nero. And then hear what Peter says. Submit yourselves to every human authority. Give them honor. That's the extent. That's the scope. Now there's going to be there could come one day. I expect it to. One day the government may tell you to sin. You know what we're going to do? We're not going to sin. If they tell me I won't sin. But that's the only exception. Otherwise, we submit to every single human authority. Now, I want to I meditate on this for our lives and what this means. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it. I hope you can, you can trust the wounds of a friend and the wounds of a pastor. This is what this means then. When Christians post or say after an election, not my president, it's sin. It's rebellion. When Christians, if we can go the other way with it, when Christians mock a president and they say, let's go Brandon, and if you don't know what that means, then you can look it up. That's also sin. Think about it in this way. Is that how you would honor Jesus? Would you say to Jesus when he's coming in all his glory and honor him in this way, say, not my Savior. Would you say to Jesus when he comes with all of his angels and all of his majesty and in his saving power, let's go, Brandon? That is not giving honor or submission to the God whom we love. So this is, this is something I want you to think about. And I, I want to be so careful. I want to be so careful here because I, I know we live in a representative de- democracy and that we can be engaged as voters in, in the issues and things like that. But I do want you to hear this and hear me well 
that we need to guard our hearts. Because you know what feels really good? It feels really good to listen to media and voices in our lives that we agree with as they lambast and show disgrace and contempt for our rulers. feels really good, whether you're on the right or the left. We love that stuff. But you know what it does, what it can do? It can lead us to dishonor the people that God has legitimately placed in authority over us. Guard your hearts. Now, it would be a good question to ask, why? (laughs) Why should we do this? Why should we submit and and show honor even to the extent of of evil rulers? Why, Why should we do that? And Peter answers that. He says, this is how he answers it. Submit yourselves, and here it is, for the Lord's sake. So you're going to do it for Jesus. (laughs) You're going to do it for Jesus because He laid His life down for you. You're going to to do it for Jesus who, by the way, was crucified by His government. You're going to do it for Jesus who, importantly, whose kingdom is not of this world. That's why you're going to do this. And Peter continues, and he says this. He gives us another reason. For it is God's will. This is verse 15. That by doing good, you should silence the ignorant talk of foolish people. So here's why you're going to do good and submit and honor legitimate governing authorities. Here's why you're going to do it. You're going to do it to shut up the ignorant people. You're not going to want to shovel fodder their way and say that's the way Christians are. Peter wanted these Christians to be so good and so submissive and, and so respectful of the governing authorities that nobody and, and nothing could ever say about them that these Christians are rebellious. And he said, do that. For Jesus' sake. Now this is, I think, I think that this is really helpful for us as, as Christians. How, how Peter frames our submission. Paul, by the way, in Romans chapter 13, he also says submit to the governing authorities, but he gives a different reason. He says do it because God put them there. And that's absolutely true. We submit because God put them there. But Peter gives a different reason. He says submit for the sake of Jesus' reputation. He says, submit. He says, be respectful so that nothing, nothing, nothing can blow back on Jesus. Nothing at all. Now you've probably, you've probably read some of the... Have you read some of the, the um, surveys and, and studies about what people say about Christians in the Christian church? today many of them are negative like people people will say about christians in the christian church a lot of nasty things now (laughs) i'll say this 
Those are people who probably haven't stepped foot in a Christian church in more than 10 years. Like, they, they, they probably haven't even spoken with the Christian in more than 10 years. So there's a part of me that, that says, you know what, they have nothing to say to me because the Christian people that I know are simply not that way. But maybe it does lead us to ask a question. Are we doing everything that we can to make Jesus' saving, redeeming, holy name look good? And what this means then when it comes to politics and our engagement in the government is that we're going to put a filter on everything that we do and say. We're going to put a filter on it and we're going to always ask the question, does this make Jesus look good? Is it respectful? Is this me showing submission to legitimately elected or, or, or God-ordained authority or not? And if it's not, you're not free. This is a free country. But we're not free to make Jesus look bad. That's why we're going to do it. We're going to do it for Jesus' sake. So now, so now I think we, we understand a little bit better the scope of this submission, how it engages not only our, our outward behavior, but also our hearts. And we've also seen why this matters to Peter. We want to shut people up. We don't want to add to the, the, the already burning bonfire, <laughs> right? And now, and now I want to show you how incredibly freeing this is. This is, this is an incredible thing that Peter says. He says this in verse 16. And it seems, it seems absolutely like contradictory, right? It seems like paradoxical. But it, after saying submit yourselves, he says this, live as free people. But do not use your freedom as a cover-up for evil. Live as God's slaves. So in Peter's mind, there's a connection, right? Between submission and freedom. In Peter's mind, those things are not, they're not contradictory. They go together. And I want to see if I, I want to see if I can explain to you why, why the most free thing to do is to submit. I want to see if we can pull this out. Let's do a case study. This is a little bit philosophical. But let's say that a woman drives her car out of her driveway, okay? And she comes to an intersection, she can take a right or a left, and she takes a right. Then she goes down the road for a little while, and she comes to another intersection. She can go left or right, but she goes right. And then she, go, she comes to another intersection. She can go right or left, and she goes left. And the question is, is she free? Is she free to take a right or a left? And you might think, well, yeah. <laughs> but what if I told you that the reason why she took the turns that she did is because she needed cigarettes? Was she really free to turn, take two rights and then a left? Maybe not. Think about freedom spiritually. Are, are, are we free to stop 
gorging ourselves on Reese's Pieces? Or are, are we free to like turn off the television, like really free to not watch the next episode? Or is there a part of us that needs to watch the next one? You see what I'm saying? Freedom sometimes, in, at least in the American mind, isn't really freedom. To Peter, the most freeing thing in the whole world is, is actually be able to say, you know what, no, I'm not going to gratify my anger right now. No, I'm not going to gratify the part of me that wants to be in rebellion. The most free thing for me to do is to say no to all of that and simply live for God. To live a respectful and, and holy life. To obey and honor those in authority. You know what, Christians? You're free to do that. You're absolutely free to do that. You're, live as free people. <laughs> That's what Peter said. Live free of your sins, you're forgiven. Live free of your death because Jesus lives. Live free of gratifying the sinful nature. You are free to say no to all of that and put yourself under. Live free and for God. Amen.